You're listening to As I Wonder with Lauren Lanou. I'm Lauren Lanou, and this is episode three. This is a podcast about finding home or making it right where we are on our own unique journeys. Whether you're a nomad, a misfit, or an outcast, this podcast is for you. Whatever brings you here and whatever you've brought with you welcome every piece of you. Most of us have or have had some sort of built-in community, whether that's provided through our family, by living in a small town, work, or church. In today's episode, you'll hear about what happens when these built-in communities break down and what I think it takes to build our own community after this happens. Oh, and I'll tell you why introverts need extrovert friends. So for these next few minutes, kick back, relax, and enjoy because you're home. And I'm so happy you're here. I was born into instant community. My family was complete with a loving mom, dad, and siblings. I had built-in mentors and a best friend in the form of an older sister, and eventually two younger sisters as well, all with whom I could play or fight, which tended to be what we did more than anything. Like I said, it was instant community, built into the fabric of my life from birth. I recognize how lucky I am to have had this. Not everyone does, even if it wasn't perfect. We also had church, another built-in community. My parents have been pastors or ministers of some sort my whole life, so church services every Sunday and Wednesday and sometimes in between was a given, and we probably spent more time with our church community than any other. Home was always there, even when we moved somewhere else, to a new town or church. We always had each other within our family and other people within our church who believed like us, talked like us, behaved like us. My husband and I got married soon after his high school graduation, You're probably thinking we're crazy, but that's not the point of this story, so bear with me. My first time living outside my family home, I wasn't alone. I had another built-in community with Robbie, albeit a small one. And we built on that little community of just the two of us by playing poker with some work friends with whom we are still quite close. Our poker buddies, as we affectionately call one another. That's one of those beautiful little things about community and friendship There's a belonging there in those private jokes, nods, and nudges. Although, if you're on the outside of those inside jokes, it can sting worse than any bee or wasp. All those late nights procrastinating on schoolwork and studying so that we could play poker with our best buddies was one of my first tastes of getting to create my own community. The spiffs that naturally come from playing a competitive game with people only seem to make us closer and appreciate each other more, and I'm forever grateful for those beautiful humans. But too soon, we all graduated from university and didn't get to see each other quite as often, so it became necessary to find or build another community in the town where we got our first teaching jobs. I mentioned earlier that I grew up with the built-in community that comes with being part of a church. Robbie and I had taken some time off church for a while so we could finish up school, and when we graduated, we both felt compelled to start again, so we began our search for one. And for the first time, we got to choose. I'd never gotten to choose where I went to church before. I guess instead of built-in community, it can be more like obligatory community, especially as a pastor's kid, and maybe for others as well. But this new church felt different, perhaps because we got to choose it. I loved them and was loved by them, and it felt genuine, like I was loved for being me, not just because I was the pastor's daughter. After several years of being part of this church community, living and growing among them, they supported us and helped us fulfill a dream of ours to teach overseas. Leaving behind our beloved built-in community, 
we were sent as missionaries to Czech Republic. And it was here that for the first time in our lives, we felt lack, no more built-in community through family, church, school, or even work. And what made it worse is that we were struggling to be each other's support systems. I was going through a mental health crisis. Culture shock had brought on anxiety attacks and depression like I've never experienced before, and Robbie was going through his own crisis, a crisis of faith. We both knew the other was struggling in our own ways and didn't want to burden the other one more. I've never felt so isolated, and it led to my own crisis of faith in the future. But that's for another time. Our built-in communities had failed us, even the one we brought with us everywhere, each other. Not by any fault of their own, it's just the nature of things when you have to leave a built-in community for whatever reason, by necessity or by choice. And this is where I first found myself having to make home by creating a community with people I had just met for the first time in my life. No more plug-and-play situations. It was hard work. There was a language barrier, cultural barriers, and the title of missionary brings an isolation in itself. But it was necessary because we all need this thing called community. We need each other no matter how much we may will it not to be so. I worked and clawed and scraped and cobbled together a small community for myself, sometimes dragging Robbie into it and sometimes he would drag me, but we made it. It took saying yes to invitations that we would have said no to in the past because we just wanted to go home and watch TV and recharge. It took pushing past the introvert blocks. My husband and I are both introverts, so there's not a lot of balance in that area. If you're an extrovert listening to this, know that you're loved and seen, and we need you to pull us out of our self-built introvert prison sometimes. Sometimes. Building a community took accepting help willingly offered by people we had just met who owed us nothing and who asked for nothing in return. It took recognizing those offers as authentic offers of help, not obligatory ones that are fairly common among built-in communities. It took inviting people into our mess on the not-so-rare occasion that we had no time or energy to straighten up the flat before they arrived. It took learning to be comfortable with the discomfort that comes with making new friends. It took being open, even to people I never thought I'd become friends with, seeing past the tough exteriors and unsmiling faces and recognizing those things didn't mean they were unfriendly. Once you saw them, you really saw them. You would see the joy of hospitality underneath as they welcomed you into their homes and handed you house slippers so your feet wouldn't get cold. Many spoke English, however broken or accented. I was able to understand them well once I became familiar with the cadence, and I would slow down so they could understand me too. Understanding is vital to community as is patience, and there were many times when patience needed to be both given and received. A gift exchange of true community. Some friends never could string a sentence together in English, and my Czech language skills were lacking in this way as well, and yet somehow I can say we were still friends. It took seeing past the obvious differences like language, cultural norms, and behaviors, and yes, even staunchly held beliefs, and seeing the person embodying those differences, the little glimmer of treasure that is each human being that we miss if we don't take time and look carefully. It took seeing people as people and not projects. It took intentionality, slowing down, truly seeing and hearing people, listening to their stories, spoken or not. 
When there was no built-in community, I had to make it. And the community that was created from this need was far more meaningful than one that was simply handed to me because it meant I got to choose them, and they chose me. Not out of obligation, but out of mutual respect, appreciation, and love. We saw the value in one another, and that makes the most beautiful community of all. If your built-in communities have failed you, maybe they fell apart due to circumstances beyond your control, maybe you moved far away from yours like I did, or maybe you had to make the painful choice to walk away for some other reason, know this, it is possible to grow your own, and it is a worthwhile process. It takes being open, being intentional, and it takes willingness to see the beauty and value in others even if they aren't exactly like you. Life can be a lonely path until you find your people and you will find them. In the meantime, consider this a safe space and a community in itself, even if it's built in. You're never really alone and you're always welcome here. And maybe you will find yourself building a community that way by providing a safe space for someone else. Thank you for listening to episode three of As I Wonder with Lauren Lanou. Our built-in communities inevitably fail us at one point or another, but I hope this episode has given you some hope that it's possible to build our own community when this happens. In the meantime, while you work towards building yours, you always have a home here. You can read this story and more on my website at laurenlanou.com, where you can also sign up for my free monthly newsletter, and you can follow me on TikTok if you're brave, and Instagram or both at Lauren Lanouk. I always love hearing your stories, so feel free to connect with me there. Thank you so much for listening today, and I can't wait to meet you here again soon. Until next time, rest easy and travel well. Here's to finding home wherever we make it.